to Murder Blows. Thanks for hanging in there while we took our summer there and missed you all. And we're so happy to be back. We are missing Violet today, but that's okay because this is episode 80. And Sasha takes us traveling around the world. She stops in Argentina and she tells us about the serial killer. And it's really fascinating because I had no idea about Argentina. So... My name is Cody, and I'm joined by Daisy and Sasha and Violet. <laughs> Roll that intro music. going i feel like your hair's grown like four inches i feel like it hasn't but that's nice of you to say <laughs> that's I how st- i feel about my hair i'm like grow damn it it looks like it has grown a lot spoiler alert it hasn't <laughs> you gotta use mane and tail that's how i did it in middle Ooh. school good point <laughs> I've got, like, this strengthening conditioner and other bullshit because uh, my hair is bleached all the way now, so. It's like, I'm broken. Did you bleach it yourself? No. Why? I've always wanted to do that. I find that terrifying. I'm afraid to get... So I've had someone else bleach it and give me spaghetti hair, and I'm like, uh. What does that mean? Just where it's, it's damaged? Like, it's so damaged it, like, pulls like a... Oh, yeah, oh. Like when you dry it and stuff, it has like no whatever. But like this is still pretty healthy considering I bleached the fuck out of it. <laughs> what I do like you? It. What do you want to do with it? Is that the end result? No, I mean yes for now, but I want it to be all pink. All pink, all pink like hair. bright pink or pastel pink. Mm, I'm thinking like a dusty rose. Oh, <laughs> I feel like you have at least four Pinterest boards dedicated to that. I hope so. A dusty rose. I don't remember my login. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what the Instagram, or not the Instagram, but the Google pulls up for that. Dusty rose. I'm thinking. How are you guys? I miss you so much. Good. My life is pretty boring compared to your all's, it sounds like. Hell yeah. I know. <laughs> oh. There's literally. I just want to know how you. How you found a house and moved that fast. Sasha. Yeah. Surprise! I'm really good at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. Unexpected talent. I can't oh, even imagine. So um, So, it's time, I guess, to discuss this. Why we were on a break. Oh, we're back. Um, <laughs> most of us. <laughs> most of us. Violet couldn't make it. <laughs> But next week, boy howdy, get ready. Boy howdy. Look, life has been a real fun bag of surprises lately. <laughs> um, so fun. <laughs> and I want to first set the tone with a positive thought, with a big thank you to uh, Blank the Movie, Blank Movie Podcast, not Blank the Movie. I just want to call it Blank the Movie Podcast. <laughs> I love it, but Blank Movie Podcast to Streamweavers and to Nature is Wild for t- tiding this over. And I have a confession. I haven't finished the Streamweavers Murder Blows crossover, 
because it was so fucking interesting <laughs> that I realized I know nothing about the Zodiac Killer. Oh. Besides that he left clues. And now I want to figure it out before I listen to that episode. Like, I want to watch the movie, which I never. Is oh. it scary? Mm, well. A little bit. Look, it's stuff that really happened, so yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. like crimes, so yeah. Sweet. There's I'll only There's like three scenes where you could be scared. Okay, that's dealable. I can deal with that. Yeah. So that's a warning. Okay. <laughs> Tight, and then I'll go back and finish the episode, and then I'll have an opinion. There you go. I'm excited. Nice. Good. Yeah. Glad you're liking it. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for our sweet, sweet summer break. It was super wonderful to not have to deal with everything um, in my life via Kuwa's. On July 28th, Jeremiah and I had fallen asleep on the couch in the living room, and... um, we, about midnight, it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, heard what I thought was fireworks because I live in a neighbor, lived in a neighborhood full of idiots. I was like, not a big deal. Those are just really loud. It sounded like those, like, the ones that you light and just throw and they're like, blah, 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 yeah. in the middle of the road. I was yeah. like, whatever. Fine. Someone did that. I was like, let's go upstairs and go to sleep. No big deal. Well, at 4 o'clock that morning, the neighbor, the shit, so there's two neighbors. There's the okay neighbors. They were great. Now they're okay. And the shit neighbors, because the shit neighbor's child is the one that had, like, stolen my packages, broken my windshield, like, started shit, got arrested, caused me to go to court, like, six times, like, (laughs) bless his heart, like, got eight arrests in the four months after he turned 18, like, do something with your life, child, not that. Shit. I'm like, you're 18, your whole fucking life, your whole fucking life is ahead of you. And, like, if you had a juvenile record, it's gone now. Just do a good thing. Yeah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> he's still doing shit. But um, then it was no big deal. But the neighbors came over, the shit neighbors, and they were like, do you guys, did your cameras catch any of the shooting? And we were like, what the fuck? So apparently their house got shot up. And that was okay. We were like, whatever. That kid obviously started something. Uh, ignore it. It's not a big deal. Houses get shot up in Nashville all the time. Mm. anyway then two nights later at three in the morning we heard the same sound i thought i heard something hit the bottom of the house and it did but it also what i didn't know hit the top of our house uh and went through our bedroom and bounced off two walls before the bullet landed in our bed no yeah so (laughs) Um, what? I need to talk to Lori. I still got some like PTSD issues to work out. Uh, but, um, shit. Yeah, so that happened. I didn't realize that that happened. We called non emergency. I don't know why we didn't call emergency, but those bitches did not come out. I called back and they were like, oh, sorry, we just didn't get to your call. I'm like, it's been five hours. Also, there was bullets involved. So, there was a bullet in my bedroom. <laughs> Uh, I was real pissed about that, but I was also crying, so I'm sure right. and like, had a great time. What were they trying to shoot at? The neighbor's house again. It was the same thing, but um, but yeah, so when it happened, I was like, Jared, don't turn on the light. If they circle back and they know we saw them, then we became a target, so I was like, whatever, just go back to sleep. Of course you don't go back to sleep after something like that. No. <laughs> um, 
But again, I thought it only had hit the lower part of the house. And the police came. We had a, a sweet CSI unit in our bedroom, which normally, under normal circumstances, would have been the coolest fucking thing. Oh, my God. Um, but it wasn't cool. No. Um, nothing has happened. No one has really been caught, I guess. But the kid that starts all the trouble started a fight at a high school football game. <laughs> Dude, go home. He's 19 now, and uh, the 15-year-old he picked a fight with shot at him, so they're both in jail. Oh, my God. Out of high school. The news was just like, there'll be additional security. And, and officers... why do these people have guns? Like, Oh, they're, they're stealing them out of cars. Um, that's a huge problem in Nashville because oh everyone has God. one because we're in the country and it's fine, and they don't lock their cars because it's so safe. And then, yeah, they just... But it's not the country. <laughs> No, that's not the country. There's no bears. Come on now. Yeah. And then uh, apparently last weekend on the corner, about like three houses down from our old house, uh, someone was shot and killed. Oh so, my god. I'm glad you don't live there anymore. We're out. We're outy. It's fine. Um. Yep. So I bought a house and I moved. We closed August 23rd. So less than a month afterwards. So go... Us, all our shits in here. Look, this is uh, this is the new game room. It's very messy. It obviously doesn't have any TVs yet, but this is where the TVs will go. This is where I live. It's kind of small, but it's cute. Good. How's everyone else's lives? Wow, totally very boring <laughs> compared to that. But I'm glad you got out and you guys were safe. Yes, and now the new neighborhood is so great. Like I can't walk to work anymore, which probably is a good thing because I probably wasn't. Like, actually evaluating the risk of doing that. No. Um, <laughs> it's hard to do that when you're in it sometimes. <laughs> just based on it, I felt okay. But then my boss was like, I'm worried about your ability to sense dangerous situations. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought I was good at it. <laughs> what do I know? <sighs> um, but I am less than a mile from three coffee shops, three independent coffee shops. Yay, love that. Very exciting. A pizza place, a brewery, a butcher. I don't oh. know what I'm going to do with a butcher, but. <laughs> a vegan butcher? <laughs> I mean, Sif still eats meat and Jam still eats meat. And I will eat meat if it is locally sourced and sustainably raised. Love that. So. You know. Well, good. I'm glad. All of that worked out. Only up from here. <laughs> <laughs> it can literally only go up from here. Um, we're very fortunate in that if no one loses their jobs, fingers crossed, we can't afford both mortgages, but like obviously not something we want to do with our lives. So. Are you going to try to sell the other one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm done with that house. I figured. I hope it sells fast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hopefully no one looks at a crime map. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. I'm sorry that you can hear my husband 3D printer, Wait. but... Aw, he's 3D my printing? Family is in the living room all the time. Wait, that sounds so fun. What do you 3D print? Can you, like, 3D print, like, plates and shit? Uh, yeah. He... 3D prints, like, usually figures, like, figurines and stuff, and paints them. 
but he's printed like you know like the five gallon buckets where like the handles always break yeah mm-hmm. and the plastic and it like cuts into your hand well he printed like handles for them one day <laughs> I love the future. You can make different useful stuff. And you know, like when you have foot of shelf, we can print like any of the little pegs. <gasps> That's helpful. Yeah. We lost all of ours on the move somehow. <laughs> exactly. And they're hard to find the exact ones you need. So yeah, he prints all kinds of useful stuff. You make dog toys? Um, no. Oh. Can the dogs eat that kind of plastic? No, 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 no. Not eat it. I don't know. My brain is just like, what can you make? I like that it's your grandma came out and you were like, fine china. <laughs> can you make plates? Do I have to keep going to Target for everything? You can Seth, just make no. it. <laughs> you can just make it. It takes a few hours, but you can just make it. And hopefully it doesn't mess up. Aren't they big? Um, No, it's not that big. It's like two feet wide and two feet tall. <laughs> The last time that's... I saw one was 2014, so. <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah. smaller than my regular printers, so. Yeah, it's not big at all. Wow. Which I... is out of ink. Why did I move it? I could buy a new printer for less than. What the ink is going to cost? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so useless? Uh... Wow. Wow. What a time to be alive. I have to go find my phone charger. Being alive is the most important part, and I have done it so far. Oh, you're doing a great job. I love it. Our new neighbor is so cute. The people next to us uh, have, like, a daughter and dogs, like a whole family. I love that. And the, I heard, like, this little girl ye- yelling both in Spanish and English, so we still have some, like, multiculturalism, which <laughs> I was very nervous about. Look, I'm not trying to move into an all-white neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah. I don't need Karen yelling at me about my yard. <laughs> Love it. What's it like to have a yard? I'll find out one day. I don't know. I don't go outside. And then I think between like camping and cleaning, like my voice is going out. So. How was camping though? Oh, super fun. I only had nightmares the last night that someone was like breaking into our tent. How long were was... you out in the woods? Three nights. We didn't go inside except to pee for three and a half days. Holy shnikes. It was uh, definitely a really good reset, but definitely not something I would have done like if I had known these other things were going to happen. Right. <laughs> the events leading up to. Like we had, uh, we went to Knoxville for two days the day before we moved. <laughs> and then. Uh, oh, Lord. We went, uh, camping two days after we moved. So those things were previously planned and I felt like super guilty for canceling them, but I did it. I think I people just, would understand, but you did it. <laughs> I'm here now. So tired. You did it. And so it turns out, um, if you have PTSD like symptoms, you don't sleep very well. So Oof. that was like a whole month of not sleeping. But now I can sleep at night. I feel like I have slept for 200 years every time I wake up. <laughs> what year oh, is it? Awesome. Your Rip Van Winkle. It's insane. That's who that also, is, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, did he sleep for two hundred years? No, he. Yeah, he's not the. He's not the candlestick guy. No. That's Jack the Nimble. 
<laughs> Nursery rhymes, murder blows. Hey, let's uh, we tell night night stories for babies. Night night, oh. well, night night stories, and then we'll, Violet will read your dreams. Oh man, she does not need to be out in my dreams right now. Get out but, of my uh, dreams. Scary. Just take an edible. You won't dream about nothing. That's true, but after Violet's marijuana story, I'm nervous about any illegal substances ever. Oh, you'll be fine. I'm not saying do it, but if it's <laughs> legal where you are, why not Try it. partake to it? Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little fun story. Uh, John's sister came to visit, and she lives in a state where it's not legal. So she came here and was like, "Let's go." And I was like, "Sick, let's do this." Sick. So <laughs> we go get some stuff. Um, we can't smoke it because John can't have it in his system. So we just took edibles, and then we watched the entirety of a glass blowing competition show on oh. Netflix called Blown Away, <laughs> and. That is some grade A entertainment, if I do say so myself. I can't recommend that show enough. Also, I found out when I am high, I like to um, I hyper-focus on something. So, like, I was only focused on the glass-blowing show and nothing <laughs> else. And I like to eat small things, and I take forever to finish what I'm eating. <laughs> forever. What were you eating? I was eating a cookie, and... I, I think if you would have timed me, like, in real life as a sober person, it would have been, like, seven minutes. But to me, I just kept looking at it, and it just kept, <laughs> like, I hadn't eaten any of it. And I was like, what am I chewing? <laughs> it was a it was a whole thing, but it was a good time. Oh, man. <laughs> I believe I drunk told him. Is that what everybody wants to do when they come visit you? Um, so far... Yes, minus John's parents. Actually, gotcha. his dad did get a drink with CBD in it. So, yeah, everybody Ooh. does. <laughs> we, oh. we didn't because I was nervous about missing our flight. Oh, yeah. That's true. I love but CBD we didn't have margaritas. Not margaritas, just... but uh, a picture of mimosas. We did. That was the first thing we did. Hello, Jam. <laughs> CBD is different by itself, but... You know, I did all this research on CBD versus THC on our drive to Chattanooga, and it's fucking fascinating. Really? THC oh my is God, like, hey, feel happy. A lifesaver. Yeah. And CBD is like, yeah. hey, I'm going to help you make more stuff that makes you happy. Yeah. And CBD together, they're like, makes me. You know, when you get that feeling of like your brain, like it's crammed and it's oh i'm in the upside down huh, aren't can't I? relate <laughs> i'm too kind tired of, <laughs> kind of but i can hear your printer no fucking problem <laughs> it's like me 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 oh my god of course it's not that loud it's it's very cute actually <laughs> just go stand by the printer and <laughs> put the mic to it i find it adorable Oh my god. I feel like I had another story. From the summer. From the summer. I don't remember though. Oh. From the summer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've been gone for a whole month. I from, hate it. From this season. It's been hot. Has it been hot where you're at, Maisie? It's been hot. It's been hot for Oregon, but it's been pretty mild um, as a whole. 
compared to the rest of the country. That's yeah, yeah. seriously. On fire. Yeah. Yeah. And then the hurricane, Dorian, came in like this to Florida and then said, nope. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? Straight beeline. <laughs> I was nervous about camping. I was nervous about like moving shit. But here we are. It's fine. Dorian is great. Did you see that um, President Trump drew a black mark on the forecast with a Sharpie no. to show that it was targeting Alabama because he had said something wrong and wanted to be right about it? No. Let me see. What a child. up on this episode. Trump, Sharpie, <laughs> hurricane. Yeah, he said it was going to hit Alabama. He was wrong. I thought you were going to say Arizona and I wanted to laugh. Oh my gosh, I'm going to credit this because it's so fucking funny. It's CNNBC, that one. Um, and his article is, Why does Trump's map looks different than the national weather forecast, but different than others? So, that's his map. Is it clear? Mm, it's like thinking about focusing it. I'm going to put it in... The chat. I hope you guys were missing out on our Trump hating. Our Trump thumping. So the white loop is where it was actually projected to hit. The black loop on top of oh it. Oh my that god! Looks like is it was fucking edited with a sharpie from Trump. What the hell is he doing? What did he say? I know that Alabama was in the original <laughs> forecast. They thought it would get a piece of it, Trump said later on Wednesday. <laughs> he drew that line to make sh make it seem like he was right, and it really was going to hit Alabama, even though it never was supposed to go anywhere near Alabama. What a dill weed. I like that Violet already knows what we're talking yeah, about. Yep. <laughs> the tweet was, in addition to Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and Alabama will most likely be hit much harder than anticipated. By that point, the hurricane's path was projected to go up the east coast, avoiding Alabama. Looking like one of the largest hurricanes ever, he added. <laughs> Already category five. Be careful. God bless everyone. Ever in history, under my reign, will we have the largest hurricane ever recorded? Because I don't believe in climate change. <laughs> uh... What we can't we can't live here, okay? We can't. <laughs> I literally there was a minute our first week when we were house hunting, so we found the house in like six days. It was great. Shout out to Jeremiah. Like Wow. Let me explain. I was supposed to go to Virginia. I did. I did go to Virginia the next day. And Jerry was like, You have to go. Um, cause that's where your family is and they need you and you need to get away. I want you to be safe. And he FaceTimed me while he looked at 11 houses. Damn. In a week. And he FaceTimed me the whole time. And we both agreed even through FaceTime that this was the one. So it's very cool. Wow. I would applause, but I don't want to blow out the mic, but. Yeah, I appreciate it. What but a gym. I, where, where was I going with that? I was in Virginia. That was great. You found this house in six days because Jeremiah is a beast. 
Oh, but there was a minute there where we were like, maybe we just leave the city and like go to a different city. Yeah. <laughs> or a different country. I'm like, the time is now. <laughs> So we, he, it ended up being that he liked his job apparently. So Dang. Because <laughs> I, I technically can work remotely, but. You're like, I'm not tied down and I don't have to Let's be. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we thought about Chattanooga because like what we pay for a house in Nashville could buy us two houses in Chattanooga. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Woof. Tell me. I can only imagine what your housing costs are like. Oh, it's neck and futs. Whatever is yours is, double it. Woof. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. That's why, and I don't, like, oh God. It, like, once a week, John's like, should we be a house or rent again? Because it's looking like if we want to rent a one bedroom in the area we're in, it's going to be the same as the mortgage a little farther out. Yeah. And you're like, a lot of people would be like, it's a no-brainer buy a house but like we only have one car we both commute we both like walk to work eh. yeah you can't it's different mucho I different loved walking to work <laughs> damn it but now i get to drive the car and i feel like a newfound sense of independence i'm like i could leave at any time and you could and if you take a break like your break at work and you go to your car that's like your bubble the pub i've never sat in my car but well because i'm weird holy shit your houses are expensive oh I'm you're looking the ones <laughs> on the outside yeah i am looking because i'm very curious just based on the amount of yard these can't be that close to downtown <laughs> no uh so any of that like when i was saying a mortgage and a rent would be about the same price the the price for a house would be like Three hundred fifty thousand. That's a lot. That's a lot. That could get you like a lake house in Knoxville. <laughs> oh, it, that will give you and like, a lake and a dock <laughs> and like eight bedrooms and like, a boat. <laughs> the jet skis included. A, like, mansion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you own the town. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! You're now the mayor of Nashville or Knoxville. <laughs> Uh, I love their mayor, though. It's Madeline Rogero. Rogero. She's great. She always goes to the festivals. Cute. The cultural festivals. It's very sweet. Cute. In Knoxville? Mm-hmm. Nice. She's always, like, on stage announcing stuff, being a good citizen. Love it. I love it. Citizen. I mean, she is the citizen, right? That's the point of being a mayor, but... Technically. Are we ready to get into it? Oh, are we doing it? Are we doing it? Of course, it had to be your week, too. It's okay. I was into it because I have I'm it. still here. I'm just sending upside down. You're nope. killing it. That one was great. I think it's when you get louder. It's fine. When you're upside down. <laughs> just make sure to sit up every once in a while. I, I just whisper. Don't whisper. You'll be in the upside down. <laughs> That's not how this works. Man, Stranger Things season three. <laughs> I know we oh. talked about it. I keep watching TikToks of cosplayers cosplaying Billy, and I'm just like, hmm. Wow, what a season! <laughs> I still waste time on TikTok. Do you? <laughs> I logged into the cosplay TikTok, and now like all my TikToks are weird, which is fine. They're <laughs> cosplay related, but I had like curated comedy TikToks on my other account. So, oh. <laughs> 
okay. I feel like I've talked a lot. I'm about to talk a lot more. Um, because today I had a hard time finding this case. I wanted to do like a big, a big crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I did all kinds of Googling. Nothing. No, no bueno. <laughs> no big, no big and crazies. And Jeremiah was like, I wanted something like weird. So I've been like Googling mm-hmm. serial killers that got, like it was blamed on like a cryptid or a ghost or a werewolf or a, yeah, like something like that. And as it turns out, that doesn't happen. So. <laughs> Psych. It's fucking boring. <laughs> and then Jer was like, what about someone from uh, a Norwegian serial killer? And I was like, okay, yeah. Well, as it turns out, like, Norway. There we go. I was like, Normandy? No, that's not right. Norway is, like, so fucking small that, like, sure, there are serial killers, but, like, the biggest one was, like, five people in 11 years. And I was like, whoa. I mean, it sucks. Don't get me wrong, but like, that's a long normal. time. Well, so what happened was, I'll give you the long. That time. and I'm pretty sure they re they rehabilitate their. Per- they do a pretty good job of that, yeah. And Except like for not this as one, bad as people. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So this one <laughs> okay. killed two people. Um, three people, three people, and no, yes, three people, and they were just walking their dogs, and he like just killed them. I don't know what happened to the dogs, but mm-hmm. he, like encountered them, he killed them, he left their bodies. Um his name was Wilhelm van Yicht, I believe. Um it's like E C G Y K. So just going with that. Um and he got caught. They put him in prison. Uh there's a max sentence of like twenty five years I wanna say, because they do rehabilitate their prisoners pretty well. Uh, and he apparently got married to a pen pal in college, in college, in jail, <laughs> college, <laughs> college pen pal. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were roommates. <laughs> um, and they were like, oh, she'll keep him in line. Um, no, he murdered between one and six additional prostitutes. So he switched after being in jail. He like switched. It can't have been 25 years. I had to let him out at 10 because he, like, started killing immediately. Oh, wow. And he, he killed between one, confirmed two prostitutes, up to six prostitutes that he would hire, like, rape and kill. So, so much for that. Uh, that was a great case that I didn't do because it's not a lot to it. That's kind of it, yeah. That's kind of it. And so then, as I was, I, so I... I have a limit on TikTok set on my phone so I don't spend all night on it. Mm, smart. And as it was like, hey, you've got five minutes late, I was like, ooh, let's do a murder from every country I visited. And the very first country I ever visited was Argentina. So I was like, gotta get up on this. <laughs> so Argentina's real cool. They are known for Malbec wines, which are fucking phenomenal. Uh, they've got a bunch of French car manufacturers there, so that's cool. All their grass, or all their grass, all their grass is horse-fed? No, all their <laughs> beef, all their beef is grass-fed, and it's fucking delicious, so they're known for that. And then they get this really weird financial economy that's not doing so hot. Mm. Um, when I visited, I guess back in 
Oh, math is hard. Okay. I was 22, maybe? So I made it like 20, 2012, 2011 when I visited. Um, they had banned citizens from withdrawing U.S. dollars uh, or exchanging any currency for U.S. dollars because shit was happening so bad that people were getting a bunch of American money and fleeing to the States. Ooh. Uh, and so they were like, how do we fix this? Keep them from getting money. <laughs> so Ugh. what happened is what's called a blue market where um, the currency, the, the U.S. dollar was worth way more than it is on the market. And so like where it was typically like 11 pesos to the dollar, it was like 17 pesos to the dollar. So I ate and drank like a coin <laughs> at the expense of this economy. Um, it was great though, it was a really fun educational trip. And so I was like, all right, Argentinian serial killer. And I found, bear with me, Carlos Eduardo Robledo Pooch. I believe is how you say that, or Putch. <clears throat> I like Pooch. P-U-C-H. I will not be using his last name. He'll be uh, Robledo. Because I like that one. Um, spoiler alert, he was known as the Death Angel or the Black Angel, roughly translated to El Angel Negro, or El, um, I don't know how you'd say of death. More, no. More is to die. So, figure that out. <laughs> Spanish, let me know. Great. Awesome. So, Carlos, Carlos Eduardo, he was born in January. Let me make sure my pencil died halfway through. January or September. No, January 22nd. The pencil died. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a sharpener. Look, I don't know where anything is. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um... You're doing great. That's major is like unpacked. So, I mean, we're killing it in that stand. But like, there's like a stack of boxes taller than me in my kitchen. So like I can't cook. And when I can cook, I like can't find the stuff I need. So shit's burning. I'm panicking. Everything's happening. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I was not going to go find a pencil sharpener. Because who knows how long that would have taken. Fair. Uh, so not much is known about his early life, uh, except that he moved to Borges or Borges Street in Olivos, Buenos Aires. Uh, it was an apartment above a hardware store. He was very shy. His parents were working class. Uh, he was raised by both parents. Apparently there was no abuse, no monetary issues, uh, nothing that really could have, no head injuries. Uh, that would have indicated that he would have a shitty life. But here we are. That's you can't. There's no head injury we can blame it on? No, Damn. you know I like a good head injury. At some point, he meets a man called... Oh, God, it's in here, and I meant to underline it, and I didn't. What's up? Editing Sasha. <laughs> All right, he had uh, met a man called Ibanez. And so here's this weird coloring of the story that I can't really put together based on what I've got. But apparently he was called the Black Angel because he was blonde, which is kind of common in Argentina. Um, but like very fair skin, had beautiful ringlets, um, was baby 
was like super baby faced essentially. And so like never really aged. Um, even now he looks like a very, very young grandpa, like it's insane. Um, and so there's this kind of thing with Argentina about like the love of being in love. It's very passionate. They like wake up early in the morning. They have breakfast. They go to work in the middle of the day. They go home and they take a nap. Mm hmm. And then they go out to like four in the morning. It's insane. <laughs> um, I remember my first time we like finished dinner and I was like, all right, let's go out. And it, it was like two in the morning. <laughs> I was like, I have to go home. And there were people getting on the bus to go out to clubs that had not been out yet. And I was like, it's two. <laughs> Damn. It was insane. That's the short. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, and everyone's like really drunk, but they're in love with being in love. It's very passionate. Um, being like kind of skinny, being androgynous and being like mysterious almost. It's like very attractive. Um, and so you'll see like big eyed, small featured people are very popular. The youth, the youth thing is very popular. It's that is weird. So hmm. for him to be this baby-faced angel serial killer, um, I think might have helped him get like away with a lot of it. Um, but he meets this guy, um, Ibanez, and uh, Ibanez is like very butch. And so I have this theory, not confirmed by any of my sources, but I have this theory that um, they he was attracted to him because he was, like, more manly. I don't know. You know, mm. you, you always want what you can't have. I'll explain their relationship later. But on March 15th, uh, 1971, uh, him and his partner robbed a discotheque, which is what they call clubs, um, and it was named Enamer, and they stole 350,000 pesos, which is the equivalent today to $6,000, so it could have been worth more then right. in the market. But, yeah, $6,000 isn't a lot, but then again, it's a lot, a lot. I don't know. Right. But I mean, enough to kill two men. I don't know. Um, so they killed the owner and the watchman of the discotheque in their sleep and, like, just walked out. So Dang. Ruthless. Uh, on May 9th, so less than two months later in 1971, they go into a car parts store. Um, this one is the craziest one, so buckle up. Uh, apparently a couple live there with their newborn, baby. Uh, they rob the place and shoot and kill the husband. They shoot the wife and injure her. They then try to rape her after they fucking shot her. Ugh. Uh, when that's not working out, they fire a shot into the crib and flee with 400,000 pesos. You so. piece of shit. Wow. That's a lot. It gets... Actually, I lied. It gets a little bit crazier. Um, Five days later, on March 24th... Wait, they, did the baby live? The baby's alive. Sorry, they fired into the crib. The baby survived, and so did the woman. Phew. I didn't breathe Sorry. there for a couple seconds. Ooh, I forgot about baby. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> uh, so five days later, they go into a grocery store, and they kill a watchman. The None of the sources mention that they steal money at this point, though, so... Things might be getting a little weird. Also, is a wa is a watchman like a bouncer? So there's just watchmen it's everywhere. Like a watchman or like a night guard, like a mm. security person. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, 
And then, beginning in June, so June 13th, 1971, they decide to switch up their game, and they start kidnapping and raping girls. Um, so, he never actually raped anyone, from what I can tell, but his partner would kidnap and rape the girl, and then he would shoot her to death. So, or punch her to death. You don't get a pass here. No, it's still fucking sucky. But it's weird, and it might feed into the thing later, but he, uh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. Um, two weeks later, almost, they, I guess it's just 11 days, um, they do the same thing again, but instead of a 16-year-old girl, they rape a 23-year-old woman, so, still fucking sucky. Um, but then, mysteriously, on August 5th, his partner dies in a car accident. So Ibanez dies all of a sudden, which leads to this like three month lull where nothing happens. But apparently at some point he meets a man named Hector Somoza and he becomes his new partner. So not only did he convince like one man to rape, murder, kill, steal, beat people up, he did it twice. So are these... Are these guys he's hanging out with, are they, like, partner partners or just, like, partner in crime? Uh, it's more, they, they indicate partner in crime, but again, there's that whole, like, androgyny, mm-hmm. man, very big man partnership thing, which is the stereotypical homosexual relationship. Right. Um, and it's Argentina, so the, indi- the indicators are that they were not romantic, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, so he meets a new partner three months later, so apparently Ibanez means nothing to him anymore. <laughs> trash. Um, trash. He's dead trash. Um, so they run into a supermarket. They shoot bullets everywhere. Uh, and again, they don't seem to take money from it. I don't know why. But uh, then in between, that was uh, November 15th, I guess this guy has convinced him to move a lot faster because between 11-17 and November 24th, they break into two more car dealerships, murdering the watchman and stealing about a million pesos. Watchman, get in there. If you see them, just run. Which is about $20,000. So, Yikes. Uh, that's cool because they take a little break uh, after Thanksgiving, I guess, until February 1st. Uh, where there is a robbery that goes hella wrong. This is where I realized that the first time was crazy, but this time is also crazy. So at some point, Robledo gets nervous or startled and accidentally shoots his partner. (laughs) Accidentally. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? That was air quotes. (laughs) I I don't know. It was air quotes. Sorry, this is an audio podcast. (laughs) The reason I say accidentally is because his first inclination is to burn his face off beyond recognition with a blowtorch. Uh, so. Okay. An option, I guess. And then he uses the same blowtorch to open the safe and takes off with money. Okay. Uh, he, he was arrested on February 4th, 1972 at the age of 20. Because his ID was in his partner's pants pocket. Rookie move. I do that all the time to John, though. We're going out. I'm like, hold my ID. I don't want to take anything in. I do it like once a year, probably. And I'm always like, give me my ID back. I need it. 
Uh, but the blowtorch thing is like you can hold something, maybe keep your own ID. Right? You ninny. Yeah. I mean, blowtorches are intense. <laughs> also, not small. <laughs> not small. <laughs> hold your own ID. <laughs> in a wonderful term of events, he was tried and sentenced with life in prison. And the same woman that had the baby that he attempted to rape testified against him. So, go fuck yourself, Robledo. Uh, he apparently escaped in 1973, but was caught. Uh, and he was, like, real pissed about the way his trial happened. Uh, I literally wrote that he complained that he was judged before the trial, and then I wrote out, me. So, just, like, <laughs> imagine how that looks. Um, so he, his psychiatrist before the sentencing was like, I don't fucking know y'all. He's okay. He should not be serial killing, but here we are. Um, so maybe he's just a bad psychiatrist. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> um, in a weird series of events, I guess he was up for parole in 2000. No. Um, so that would have been after serving for 18 years. He didn't ask for it. Uh, eight years after, so 26 years, he asked and was denied uh, to be let paroled because uh, he, the judge deemed him a threat to society because he was still having psychotic outbreaks, which weren't really mentioned. And I feel like the psychiatrist probably should have mentioned that. Yeah. Take some notes. Maybe he developed it. In, I don't know. Um, then in 2013, so at 20, what is it, 31 years in prison, he was like, hey, can you guys, like, review my case or give me lethal injection? Shit. <laughs> so. A or B. <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently the lethal injection method of execution is illegal in Argentina and was not granted to him. Uh, man, this should have been on the other page. He was officially charged with 11 homicides, 17 robberies, one rape, two kidnappings, and one attempted rape. As of 2019, he has been the longest-serving criminal in all of Argentina, having served 45 years in prison, which is insane that that's the longest it's been, but whatever. Um, and then where this gets weird is that there was a film made about him in 2018 called uh, El Angel and I just wrote why in big question, big block letters <laughs> because this is the movie that introduces the homosexuality as a theme thing and so this is like them trying to say like this is why he murdered people and that he was like trying to impress his boyfriends and it made him out to be like very romantic like there's all these like super sexy scenes of him in a tub with a cigarette in his mouth and I'm like he's not a good guy he's a super bad guy stop Ugh. so when he found out that the movie made him appear to be gay he got super pissed um, and did his one and only interview in jail like contesting it and saying like that's not how he is at all but he is being held in the homosexual ward of the prison so i'm not sure what there are pieces to put together here um a i didn't know that they had homosexual wards of prisons no i'm a little confused because especially a place that like 
celebrates androgyny, it sounds like. Yeah. And then you have a homosexual ward at a hospital like it's contagious. No, no, no. In the prison. I meant the prison. But, but like, still, that's what it sounds like. It does. But also, like, I'm thinking it, that would be like putting heterosexual men and heterosexual sexual women in the same ward. Like, I don't think they should be allowed to be doing the do because they're criminals. I feel like that right should be taken away from them as well. But Right. Yeah, no. I don't know. Wow, whatever. All right, Art. You don't want to put. I don't. That's a horrible. That's a horrible sentiment. Maybe the straight men are afraid of the gay men. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't either. know. <laughs> it's a crazy case. So this guy killed eleven people. Eleven or seventeen. Eleven people in like eleven months. Like, white ham. Everything was fine. He was a mechanic before he was a murderer. They list murderer as his occupation and I was like, no. Oh Wait. no. My sources were Wikipedia, duh. Uh memento24.com. And then I'm going to give them credit, even though I didn't finish the episode, but I was listening to Nothing Rhymes with Murder. I believe it is episode 24. They are two very lovely Australian ladies, I believe. And uh, their banter was so great, but I finished cleaning my house and left it before I got to, like, any of the cool shit. So, sweet. (laughs) I hope that was back to normal enough for you guys. That was... I wanted to go on ghost stories, but I was like, that's not what we do. <laughs> I feel was... like... Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, I feel like we follow the Nothing Rhymes with Murder podcast for a long time. That would be awesome, because they're so sweet. I love it. I'm in the... But I'm still listening. Oh, yeah, okay. So Nothing Rhymes with Murder, they do a different... Uh, they go like down the alphabet, the- right? <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah, and they pick a different country based off of the letter in the alphabet, and they each do a case from a different country with that letter. That's so fun. Yeah, I love it. Now I you don't know. get the rhyming, but enough. I mean, things rhyme with murder. I hate to admit it, but right, Perder. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good podcast, and they're so sweet. And they had just moved too. And as I was like cleaning my old house, listening to them move, I was like, "I feel you, girl." <laughs> I get that. <laughs> oh, I hate moving houses. Anyway, you're a champ. We. <laughs> I just feel like this whole ep- this whole story was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, the- Argentina is known for having like a higher than normal amount of crime, just because there are drugs there. I don't want to say like. I mean, there's drugs everywhere, but there's, like, drug cartels, question mark? Mm. Let me see if I can. Dear computer, why'd you screen that boy? Thank you. Let's see. Argentinian drug cartels. Learn us. Learn us some things, Sasha. I feel like there were. Like, I was told when I went that I could have whatever I wanted. Oh, did you get any marriage proposals? No. People were kind of afraid of me, but that's normal. I was still wearing a lot of dark clothing. Mm. Because it's fun. (laughs) There's little evidence of domestic criminal groups in Argentina with a national or international reach. However, there are some powerful local crime groups 
like the Rosario-based monos, which is monkeys, uh, which is structured around family ties. So it's definitely more mafia. As a mob situation. Yes, I dig it. Ooh, what's the Argentinian mob look like? <gasps> Probably very cute. <laughs> oh, I want to know. Shall I Google it? Argentinian mob. On a positive note, Argentina has really good candy. Ooh. There's like one candy company that has been there forever. I can't remember what it's called because it's been years and years and years. You know, they look they look kind of like regular mobs. Oh. It's, it's a white guy with white curly hair on a suit with a bundle of roses. <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't, don't fuck it up. <laughs> I like his curly hair, though. It's very cute. I mean, not for... Mobs are bad. He's not sexually attractive. I'm saying he's a good grandpa. The uh, photos... That come up of uh, Carlos Pooch, or mm -hmm. however you decided to say that, Eduardo. Um, they're like almost like model esque pictures, even though one of yep. him is of him getting arrested. It's weird. It, it was like he was seen as like I don't know, like it's okay for you to be do bad things because you're so pretty. Like a celebrity? I don't know. We'll show, I'll put it on the Instagram. You guys will see. Tell me if this guy is too pretty to be a serial killer. The answer is no. No. It's so weird. It's weird that they won't let him out of jail as well. Yeah, well, just, don't. I'm glad it's in Argentina. Kill people or facilitate killing people. Yeah. That's my advice <laughs> this he week. Aged, he didn't age super well, like. Oh, yeah, a little rough. But, I mean, he's like, if he was born in 52, he's old. 62, 72, 82, 92, 2002, 2012. Almost 70 years old. That's how I do math. I apologize. I liked it. It made sense to me. Thanks. Why weren't you my teacher? Biakuas. I can't teach people. <laughs> I don't have the patience for it. That's the second time you've said Biakuas and my brain's been like, take a, take a second. <laughs> really try to break that one down. <laughs> oh, your poor brain. <laughs> so I don't know if it's things we like or advice this week. We can do whatever we want. We've had a reset. I got advice and things I like for both of us. What do you got? Both of those things. Because we get to use Blank Slate Lab products on our bodies and Arcadian products on our hairs and bodies. Pew! We just got, there's a something for everyone. Uh, I will tell you that my Blank Slate Lab products were the last thing I packed because I wanted to be able to continue using them until the day I moved. It was great. Jelly brought hers. Jelly brought her sweet and salty scrub to Knoxville on our trip. Aww. Like, could not go a whole day without using it. I loved it. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, it smells so good too. But I just—it was great. It was great. I got to use them the whole time. My elbows are still smooth. My legs are still smooth. <laughs> I'm into that banana face wash. 
which I haven't ordered yet, but I will as soon as I run out of sweet and salty scrub. Wait, those won't ship together. Maybe they will. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Why wouldn't they? Oh, because you're... Oh. I mean, technically, they're different companies, but they're shipping from the same lab, right? Mm, correct. Okay. So figure that out. It's great. Um, I'm also going to just buy... I've decided everyone these these products for Christmas. Right. And I'm going to save myself 15% off when I do it by using the code Murder Plus. Yeah, you are. I mean... So cool. Um, you can do the same and tell them we sent you because it makes us look good. You can check them out at Arcadian Official or Blank Slate Labs on Instagram. And I'm sorry, ArcadianGrooming.com, BlankSlateLabs.com for all your shopping needs. Get yourself a scrub and a chapstick. The end. The end. Do you hear my stomach growling? I did hear it. I was like, uh. I didn't like it. <laughs> did you eat dinner? I had an avocado toast before we recorded. Avocado toast. Yeah, but the avocado was like kind of past the, the mm. date a little bit, you know? I do know. Did this hurt? Your tattoo? Um, it didn't feel great. This one hurt the worst. Really? Okay. Inside, Cause... I'm pointing at a tattoo that's like kind of close to my armpit. Yeah, it's on the inside of her forearm. Upper arm. The reason I asked is because I just got my fucking shin. Sorry, not forearm. Upper arm. But uh, I just got my shin tattooed and my shin was fine. The fleshy part in between, like, my knee and my shin was not okay. That was the most fucking painful thing. Ow. Right, yeah. That's enough tattoo talk. The knee, the knee, and the, the elbow. People have their elbow tattooed. Sarah loved getting his elbow tattooed. <clears throat> He's so still, I have no idea how. But like the very bottom of my kneecap is tattooed now, so I feel like a badass bitch. Bam. Knee high socks. What's that peeping out? A tattoo? Oh my it's, gosh, she sat through it's that. Literally a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little Pokemon eye. Oh my god. <laughs> she got Pokemon coming out of her knee. And that's what I like. I think what I like is decorating my body with tattoos. Um, it's real nice. People are always like, you're not going to like these things later. And I'm like, I really do. Thanks. Oh, why wouldn't I? <laughs> I have like an Adventure Time tattoo and I haven't finished Adventure Time. But I still love it. Like it's still, they're still really good characters. Yeah. You're correct. You're going to get like the wee bear bear bears all up your side. <laughs> that could be fun. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't, we haven't watched that. I think we were trying to like save it to not taint like its thing. But I the episodes for Weebo Bears are like eleven minutes long tops. I think. Yeah, yeah. I have not ever made it through one whole episode. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> Jerry will turn it on, and I'll just be like, I'm dead. Good night. Except for the laser tag episode, I finished that one. That's funny. I've watched a couple. And they're pretty sweet. Fast, mm. sweet, good story. Very different characters. Yeah, that's, that's nice. And I love when they're babies. I just like the cartoons. Not all cartoons are for kids anymore. But some of them are not not for kids either. Like I would let my kids watch Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Why not? And we their bears. Yeah. I came outside. Can you hear me better? I love yeah. the night books. Send me night books. So many cicadas. Cicadas. There's a noise everywhere around me. I like. I have not one quiet space, guys. I love the cicadas. I do too. You don't 
have as many as I would like in the city. But I saw one. They're so scary. They look like giant flies. <laughs> oh. Oh, that reminds me. One night, my husband had the garage door open. And he heard this thing, like, screaming bloody murder. And he comes out, and there was, like, this giant locust stuck in some kind of oil or grease. And it was dying anyway. And he, he had to smash it because it was it was suffering. Oh. But he was, like, it felt like I was murdering something because it was so big and giant. It was so sad. But it was oh. screaming. And all the cats were staring at it. <laughs> Thanks, cats. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, yeah there there were all kinds of ants at the campground there was a really big one uh we knocked it off the table because he was like going for some food and i was like yay we saved him and my dog leaned over and bit like licked him up <laughs> like oh <laughs> a circle of life <laughs> just playing out in the woods <laughs> Oh, and then we're, like, making dinner, and they throw another log on the fire, and all of a sudden, all these ants come out of the crack. And I'm like, oh, y'all are going to burn to death. Dang. So I get a little stick, and I make a little bridge for them to get out. And they weren't moving fast enough, so I would, like, get them on the stick, wipe them on the grass, get them on the stick, wipe them on the grass. And I probably saved all but five of them. But there was a point where one, like, wouldn't come out of the crack and, like, ran out of the crack and, like, burned instantly. And I was like, oh, Dang. You missed out, friend. But, you know, probably 95% success rate on saving some ants. I was intoxicated, but... Life for everyone. Camping's fun. It is fun. I wish it was cooler, though. There were, like, three hours in the middle of the day where I was like, I'm going to fucking melt. It's coming. It's coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Um, I have some things I like, or just some podcast recommendations. Yes, hit us with those recommendations. Since it's been a while. Since you didn't have your own podcast to listen to. Yeah, what else am I going to listen to? Um, so I really like this one called Box of Oddities. Mm. It's a husband and wife duo, and each week they come out with weird stuff that's happened in the past. And one of the most memorable episodes for me is back in, like, the 1600s. Um, nuns would either volunteer to be buried into a wall as a form of, like, solidarity. Or that was also a form of capital punishment. Was to bury people alive inside of castle walls. Wait, were the nuns that were being buried alive? alive? They volunteered that, yeah. And they lived there for, like, 20 years. If they were alive in the walls? If they were alive in the walls, but then as capital punishment, they would, like, brick and mortar up the walls a different way, and the person would die in the wall. And that not can futz? Box okay. of oddities, everyone. <laughs> a, they knew how to box them up without killing them. Because they made, like, a room. Oh. You know what I mean? Because the castles are all made of, like... I'm not going to pretend I know what 1,600 castles are made of, but... <laughs> Who feeds them? Yeah, but they were stuck in that one place for so long. Anyway. What do they do? Whatever. There's no TV. Pray. Oof. Um, so, yeah, that's a really crazy, cool podcast. Podcast. Um, there is one called Science Versus, and it's this very lovely Australian um, 
journalist, I guess, that goes around and talks to scientists about versus different things like aliens or um, CrossFit, climate change, abortion. Are straws really the last straw? You know? I didn't mean to do that. That was an accident. Which which podcast was that? That was Science Versus. I'm trying nice. to I'm trying to not just shove so much true crime into my brain. Yeah. So we're we're out here trying to do other things. I bet you're learning a bunch. I saw you asking for book recommendations, and I know that previously we have talked about you not liking to read. Yeah, so I'm I'll tell you what I picked out after I'm done reading it. So maybe okay. I'm gonna approach all of this differently. Maybe if I don't talk about it, I'll actually read it. That's how Jeremiah quit smoking and vaping. Really? He told no one. <laughs> and so, like, he was, like, kind of getting off on the fact that no one noticed. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, I haven't vaped in two months. And I was like, you haven't, have you? <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> I think I was like, don't you want to get your thing before we leave on this trip? And he was like, no. It's like, hmm. What happened? <laughs> So maybe it'll work for reading. That's what I used to do for, like, dieting. I used to be like, I won't tell anyone and everyone will notice. Fun fact, no one will notice. Yeah. Um, so. But it's almost, it's more everyone. like me. I would put it out in the universe and then, like, a brat would be like, well, who needs it? Or I don't know. <laughs> like, almost out of spite, not do it. But I did go get a library card. Turns out the library here downtown is beautiful and like four stories. You can, can you get like a coffee in there and go hang out? No, that's Powell's. Mm. <laughs> okay. I just, there's like a lot of people at Powell's. <laughs> I loved it. And I think about that other mitt all the time. <laughs> you should have gotten it. I know. I'll come back for it. It's, uh, it's an elven mint that has a lady in a 1960s dress on it, and it just says, I have a knife. <laughs> it says what? I have, I a, have knife. a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I love just it. so accurate. Love Any it. more recos? Um, there's one called... Shit. That's what it's one, called. One called I dropped my phone. No, it's called... It's got a funny name... And I don't remember it. It's not medical mysteries. It's called like medical stuff or something like that. <laughs> not kidding. But it's two um, EMTs and they just talk about their crazy stories about being an EMT. Do you listen to Sawbones? I, I did a while ago. Actually, that is another podcast I would recommend. It is a trained medical professional. I love talking it. Talking about medical stuff and her completely superfluous husband chipping in for comedy. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, that's good. I, I don't know why I really enjoy their birth stories, like hearing about their personal children, but I oh, wow. don't want children still. I really like the lobotomy one. They've got a lot now. Oof. Damn. They did a really fun episode at a live show about um, fake mu fake medicine and, like, how it took off until, like, there were laws against lying to people. <gasps> so Sneaky Pete. And how some of those companies are still around and they just sell, like, legitimate 
big quotation marks medicine now. Big Pharma, there you go, Cody. Have at it again. Did you see? You did see that the guy, the I think Oklahoma. Jeffrey. The what? Oklahoma? Oh yeah, I did see that. There's been so much happening since we haven't been together. I know. Epstein killed himself, and then there was a lawsuit against a drug company for killing people, and they won. The drug company and won? No. Oh. oh. They, they have to pay reparations for, like, the opiate crisis. Yes. Oh, shit. It's insane Oflex. I think it was because they were selling, like, a, what was it, heroin as, like, a Tylenol? Yeah, probably. Yeah. insane. Enough is enough. It is kind of crazy. Um, I met someone that works... Uh, for an anesthesiologist's office and like the things that they would prescribe to people like they're trying not to anymore but like the things that they would prescribe to people were insane like they would give like oxycodones to moms that had just had a c-section like yeah you can't take care of a baby also breastfeed yeah like yeah they i mean they gave me painkillers whenever i had my child and like it was hard for me to not take them because it hurt so bad. But at yeah. the same time, I didn't want to take them because of all the hormones that leave your body after you have a baby. And then you're adding, you know, medicine on top of it that's making you happy. Well, <laughs> so yeah, when I you get you're... off of that medicine, you're like literally not wanting to die. Like everything made me cry. I just was oh. like, eh, I'm so sad about everything. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, because I think your penchant for addiction is, like, directly tied to your hormone levels as well. So it's Yeah, like... and that was nine years ago. That uh... wasn't even that long ago. So I can't believe you almost have a child for a decade. That's insane. Me either. It goes really fast. Like, you're not old. <laughs> uh, I Well, the thing I like <laughs> is... The thing I like is I my husband has been on this like health kick lately, which part of me is like, why do that to yourself? But then part of me is like, oh, yeah, I'm 35. Like, I have to take care of my body, you know? Mm-hmm. So I went hiking nine miles. Last wow. Get it. <laughs> I just picked up hiking and went nothing. Yeah. Well, OK, so they always go on hikes. My husband and his friends. Well, they're my mm. friends too. I always go on hikes. They always go on hikes, but they always do like Mount Camomere, which is like 11 miles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't handle that. I need like a five mile one max to start me out. So I was reading these books, which I eventually want to do a case on, so I won't tell you about them. But I wanted to find this cemetery out in the middle of nowhere. Ooh. And it, it's not even off of a trail, like a marked trail. In the mm-hmm. national park, you have to actually. I had to find the GPS coordinates, <gasps> and then you're my hero. Oh my god! Yeah, and then find the trail that led to the trail. I love this. Oh my gosh! And so he's like, "We're gonna go find this graveyard, but the trail is 3.9 miles there and 3.9 miles back, and the graveyard's somewhere in the middle." So I was like, "That's that's eight miles." And he's like, yeah, you'll be fine. And then the graveyard was, like, in the middle of this trail. 
So by the time we were all done and found the graveyard and hiked the whole thing, it was nine miles. And I legit couldn't walk the next day. But you um, found a graveyard in a mountain? But then, like, I started eating healthier a week before that so that I, my body wasn't just, like, dying. Mm-hmm. And then I've been eating healthy since, and that'll be two weeks this weekend. So I've lost, like, 10 pounds. Damn. And I haven't been exercising because I've been, like, I usually, when I'm in my pool, I hardcore swim until I can't handle it anymore. And I was going hiking and I wanted to walk more. But then I got, like, holy shit painting orders. So I've been sitting on my couch not being able to exercise. So I'm, like, pretty much eating plants and, like, a little bit of meat here and there. Eating plants. Yeah. So that's what I like. I feel so much better. Like, my body moves so much easier. Do you hear my stomach again? Yes, I thought it was a frog. My body is not moving so much better right now. Aww. Yeah, I'm on day two of eating better, and I fucking hate it. I hate it. Like, luckily, I don't get, like... I don't get my munchies where I want to eat everything and anything until late at night. And everything around here is closed anyway. So it's not. (laughs) Also, you live so far from anything. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like today I was like, I kind of need to go to the post office, but I can put it off tomorrow. And if I go into town, I'll just get something that I don't need to eat. So it's really easy for me to stay home and like make tuna salad or egg salad or something mm-hmm. like that instead of going out and getting like pizza. I need to make Which a list of food to eat. I hope putting tuna on it. <laughs> I like I make tuna salad with celery and it's so Ew. I really hate celery. I do too. Yeah, I, mean, I love celery. I love it. Can't support it. And I've been reading a lot of good books. I started going back and reading books from my childhood. Oh. Um, like like elementary books, like um, that I, I read Enchanted. in school. Um, I read um, Hatchet, the book Hatchet. Hey, I did that. too, but it's not really a kid's book. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, I think we read it in like fourth or fifth grade. Whoa, advanced. Um, oh, yeah, my school was crazy um and we read maniac mcgee was that like dennis dennis um no well it was about a kid that ran away from home and um there were like racial tensions at the time so it ended up being a really good book and then i forgot about roll of thunder hear my cry is that one about native americans no it's about a african-american family during the great depression who lives in mississippi so freaking amazing and then i found out that that author wrote like eight more books and she's gonna release another one and she's 76 years old and it comes out in january and so i'm ordering them all and just reading them um i'm loving reading um i love it outside right now it's so nice I love it outside your house, too. (laughs) This is the only quiet place, and it's not even quiet. And I I kind of have internet out here. so I, like, want you to do the intro so you can be like, here's some fucking summer free. We're back from summer vacation. Oh, we should probably finish this episode. Thank you, guys. (laughs) 
for listening. We just miss each other, so we're just going to chit-chat all night. Y'all can listen for eight hours. Yeah, um, that'll be the bonus episode on our secret Patreon. That doesn't exist. Goodbye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs>